Yo, what's going on? This is Justin from RNC Radio, or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at OGJohnny5, only if you're not a Nicki Minaj fan. And you are listening to Two Belts with Mills and Carlos. What's going on, guys? We are talking about stands, we're talking about music, we're talking about culture, everything. I love the show. I love that they're a part of RNC Radio. If you guys need to do anything, you need to listen to this show every single weekend. Peace. Didn't you miss us? <clears throat> I don't know. I hope they did. Um, uh, how how are you feeling in these days? We just had like a fake tornado warming warning. Warn- that shit was mad whack because it was raining wild crazy. Like I was about to step out my crib to go to Brooklyn, and uh-huh. then it was like. I think you know what? I don't think I remember a summer recently where it's just like shock and all rain, just like. Oh, it's raining now. Like it's like it's, they'll they'll tell you it's raining, and then you know. Oh, it's going to rain Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then you go outside and it's sunny. I was like, I don't need no fucking umbrella. And then 203 to 214 showers. Trapping in the rain. Listen, but that's summer. And this is Two Belts. Two Belts, episode 154. You like that. I know you like that. Yes. <laughs> um, we have a whole bunch of things to talk about. First of all, shout out to scammers, hackers, whatever, who hacked in my email last night. What'd they get? I don't think All they your penis enlargement emails. No, I, I the Nigerian princess. Once uh, I had a Yahoo email, and I definitely kept getting like penis enlargement <laughs> spam email. You got the little man. Let yeah. me help you out, bro. And uh, extend. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I got <laughs> this. I got, throw, I got the. I got to throw the entire account in rice. Swedish penis bomb. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Like, <laughs> I'd try it for a dollar or like some other <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, and I'm just like They're trying to sell you bodega dick pills chopped up into powder. And it was it was just like emails, <laughs> beef like, enhancement supplements. It's, you know, I had to throw the entire email in rice. I I don't blame it. It's it's in the past. That was like my high school email. Uh-huh. I'm just like I just threw it out. Someone hacked in successfully, by the way, on an Ooh. iPhone. On an iPhone? Yeah. It says hacked from iPhone? Is it's, that what it says? It said, you know, first of all, I went to sleep, got an alert when I woke up. I was like. You recently changed your password. I was like, no, the fuck I didn't. Um, tried to log in my email. Couldn't. Um, had to do all types of shit to get it back. Um, luckily, with Google, it's pretty easily you pretty easy to get it done, um, which makes me not happy because hacker it could be while easy to hack, I guess, because I was able to get it in. But it's it's you know connected to my phone, and now I have this other layer of security now, and all this other shit. So. Just keep changing your password every couple months, man. Just, uh, you know, this shit was it. They erased my secret question. Niggas went in and erased my secret question. I don't even remember what the fucking answer was, but they erased the damn question. Oh, I have a... I have a physical board at home that's, like, also my calendar, but it's a whiteboard, and I write down all my passwords and what the passwords are, too. But you can flip the board over. Ooh. Like a, like a little bookcase thing? Like the turning bookcase? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I have a little thing on... You know what? I'm not, I'm, perhaps I'm saying too much. Well, say, I'm not telling people what my passwords are, but... Or where your house is. Or where my house is. True. But uh, if you see me on the block, you don't know <laughs> me. <laughs> so, you know, that was my morning when I woke up, as well as trying to cram in about, I feel like, four days worth of music in, like, six hours. Um, because... That sucks dick. Yeah. 
I mean, it, you don't really get to enjoy it as much. No, I really like don't. I I have to sit there first time and be like, okay, yeah, and then I got to be like, okay, this is my analytical listen. I woke up seven thirty, and just started. Oh, listening. I woke up at like eight, oh, so okay. we woke up at about the same time. I feel like we're in. We're, well, our cycles are synchronized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our wash cycles, by the way. <laughs> just like, oh, it's eight o'clock. Our broveries. <laughs> our broveries. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Oh, that's gross. Um I love y'all. But yeah, there's so much music out this week. So much music yeah. out this week. Plus the topic we got to talk about about stands. Oh yeah, we stand do. culture. Oof. I forgot we said that last stand week. Stand culture. My calling guess, who knows. Oh. You see what happens. Smoking crack. Oh, that's your god. only hint. <laughs> <laughs> um Shout out to everyone on RNC Radio, by the way. You can listen to... Word. Shout out to Cool in the Game. Yeah. Two Belts is now, you know, if you haven't heard already over the past eight weeks, you're part of RNC Radio, where you can find other podcasts like Day Show with myself and J5. Uh-huh. Late Fees. Late Fees with Wes, Eric, Pafifi, um, J5. Yes. Perfect Play. Perfect Play with Huey. Um, you have The Lookout, which is coming back this week. Oh, he had he said it before I could say The Lookout. Oh, sorry. Damn, bitch. Sorry. It's okay. It's um, okay. You, can, you can run down the rest. Our broveries aren't like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not fully inside. Yeah, one, one, sa- one hangs lower than the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, testicles. And all cool. the other podcasts and new playlists that we got, we dropped in before. Um, hmm. In before is our discovery, like, new acts. Everyone with pretty much under a million plays on Spotify. We're creating. Oh, yeah, because you can track that there. Yeah. So we curated this playlist, this special playlist about just people that we thought, like, deserve more, you know. We're pretty good at creating playlists, so I think we have a good idea of what, like, music people would like to listen to who listen to us music, our music. Whoa. Um, So we created this playlist. It's got a bunch of new acts. It's got, you know, people like. it's got well. One, we have the city girls on it. Yeah, we have city girls on it. We have Tierra Wack. Those are more, you know, inching closer to the popular mainstream. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have like articles on like Fader or something like that. And then we have really like people. I have people from various cities. We have people like Cash Cobain, and we have like um, we have people like what's his name? Um, Your Highness, and we have people like Lono Bristol, who's on mm-hmm. the show, friend of the show. We have a bunch of other people. So. You know, yeah. Put oh no, he probably got mad listens now. Who Juice World? Juice World? Nah, he got, he got tons. Of, yeah, he's, I was like, that's he's top ten single in the country. I'm, think, I'm like, I gotta think about who's an industry plant and who's not, and who's got that like. He's a, he's in he's definitely an industry. Plant. Yeah, I feel like he was handpicked. He's just definitely, he is 100 percent industry plant. Who's else an industry plant? I was looking at somebody else and I was like, yo, they're definitely you're plenty. Like you're very, <laughs> very plenty. Um, Nav. Um, Nav is such a sad case. When he told that story about his EXO jacket, what happened? Notice me. What happened? I guess sometimes I go out with my EXO jacket and hope people notice me. Uh, oh, cause that I'm is Nav. whack. Brown boy, sad. That is whack. But you know that's a beautiful playlist part of RNC Radio. Make sure you follow. She let me bag. Now I'm her dad. <laughs> bag dad. Make sure you follow <laughs> RNC Radio Live on Twitter and get all the updates. I'm a brown boy. Cool Did I mention like that? that? A brown boy. Let's get into music this week, or at least news of music this week, or just other things that happened this week. Because we have Drake dropped in my feelings video last night. The feature length. First of all, yeah, that shit was long as fuck. Shit. I was like, when the video, when the song ended, I was like, there's two more fucking minutes. Yeah. I was like, is her mom going to come out, stay outside, <laughs> and just start hitting with a slipper? <laughs> so it looked like fucking um, that Nelly and Kelly dilemma video for yeah. a second. I was just like, okay. 
Patty Felicia Rashad LaBelle. Come on. Patty Felicia Rashad LaBelle. <laughs> um, first thoughts on the video? Um, so my thoughts were like, okay. Like, is she gonna be the is she gonna be the main focus of this video? And I was like, clearly she is not. Clearly they won off this lady, but he's just gonna keep singing about it. I feel like even Lala herself wasn't in <laughs> really in the video. I think like she was in the beginning, of course. Mm-hmm. Um I thought Shiggy was only gonna get those little scenes. But he got a whole, you know, scene, shout to Lala. We're watching the video now, but we can't play the sound because Universal music and you know, shout out to Oh Lala. that the show that he's talking to at the beginning is Lala? That is Lala. That is Lala yeah. Anthony. Nigga, her head looks so different with her hair to the side. You don't know, people got different shaped heads. Apparently. <laughs> I was like, this shorty head looked like a thumb. Because you're used to her hair being down. Down and, and around her head. Right, and now you're just like, and wow. And like, she looked like a different light-skinned lady now. Oh, my God. Felicia Rashad was a little fresh. She was like, yo. Fresh, like, nigga. First of all, I would have whooped his ass, too. <laughs> She's like, if you don't get your light-skinned ass off my goddamn lawn, boy. First of all, this is a mansion. <laughs> Yeah, some people live on estates like this in the South. Oh, right. In New Orleans and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I some people have whole estates like this. Listen. Like, look at the style of the windows. This is definitely out in... Um, How do you feel about Drake's tattoos? It's very, like, spotty, like... Spotty, not really focused, not... Yeah. Like, it's not like the CM Punk collage. Nah, you know, where everything's not a sleeve like, or anything. It's just, I like this thing. I like Aaliyah. I like cars. I like sweaters. And, like... Every- this speaks to his issue with commitment. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't and, really care. And then you get to the video. And like, this is some real bounce shit. Like when I went to like the first, my first time experience bounce music live mm-hmm. was Big Frida at Afropunk like years ago. This is like when Danny Brown just first came out, and sure. he he was the act before Frida. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, like girls hopping the gate just to get close to Frida and the dancers, wow. and it was a wild experience. Like. Like, they do shit like this. It's, like, super choreographed. They're mm-hmm. going, like, they're going in, cutting up. It's insane. Yeah, Shiggy. Free JT, apparently. Um, it's, it's a good video. I mean, this is... And then they, they fully take advantage of that dance. They fully, t- like, they fully got JT all up in the video. Oh, yeah. They took the entire Shiggy, you know... This was very much so, I guess, curated around that challenge. Yeah. So, it's like, you know... It, He's had a great visual era with the Scorpion thing. If there's anything yeah. you could say about Scorpion, whether you like it or not, you can just say that the videos are very If there's one thing I love about New Orleans, it's, it's the way they roll their shoulders to balance. It's mm. mad funny. Like, it's like a full body thing. Um, He's had great... Vi- I mean, God's plan, nice for what. I didn't watch nonstop. Did you watch a nonstop video? I saw him with his do rag to the side, and niggas were very upset. Yeah. That's all. That's all I remember. Um, I didn't see that video, but this one is amazing. So <laughs> shout out to I guess the team that he's worked with. To me, in my opinion, before even before this era, like he had like spotty videos. You'd like had oh one yeah, really good video. Remember and then one terrible video. Remember when I remember when oh is it uh, nothing was the same dropped and we're going home dropped and I was just like what the fuck does this have to do what? with any of that shit and I was just like why it's ASAP Rocky in this shit and and Frito Santana yeah R.I.P. yeah yeah um but yeah it's just so many different things ah man. get the patty cake going listen this video is so fun this video is incredible. It's already got about 10 million views. Probably by the time you see this, it's this is so New Orleans views. having a marching band in your video. And Lil Wayne, you know, little yeah, little without actually Lil Wayne there because he's moved to Florida. 
Um, and then you have the the ending credit section, which I feel like went on like three minutes longer than it was probably supposed to because they were, it seemed like they were ad libbing it. Yeah, it really does. It um, feels like it feels like Shiggy was going off just what Drake was saying. But I think everyone got what they wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. Everyone wanted Shiggy in the forefront. He's in the beginning. He's mm-hmm. at the end. He's at and the then end. they have this collage as the credits roll. Like if you stayed all the way to the end as as the credits roll, there's this whole collage of people doing the challenge. Yeah, so it's incredible. It's, you really, it's an all inclusive video of everything. Um, Drake has truly tapped into the internet and everything around it, and just yeah, knows Drake how it has works. Drake's used it to make himself more powerful. And he just having this the is wild. What's the word I want to use? Just having the fucking um, I don't know. He's just aware. Wow, she did a split on the car top. He's That's just funny. aware. He's just aware. Everything is good, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Drake. This is a this is an amazing video. Snigger Ryan Seacrest. Look at that dog. Three for three. Will Smith. Will Smith on what is he on the roof of Venice or in London? I don't remember. How do you feel about Will Smith's Instagram? Oh, Persona. not on Persona. That that first of all, T R T was it T L D R. Too long, didn't read. This is mad fucking long. No, no, no. Will Smith, we're going to keep it short and sweet. He is. He's, he's what? garnered, a, like, I don't want to say second life, maybe a third life, basically off being, like, an Instagram dad who... Mm-mm. You want that shit short and sweet? You want it, like, plies. Mm. That's how he got to do videos. He got to be in his car like this. Listen here, little bitch. Listen. <laughs> the plies... Plies... It's content that people need to take advantage of, quite honestly. I don't yeah. see how he's not getting paid for it. Sweet pussy Saturday. Um, Buy his hats. That's it. That's true. That's how he hides his forehead. And the fact that he's Kirk Franklin underneath that hat. <laughs> Kirk Franklin, Alkaline, Plies, all the same nigga. All the same nigga. If you look at their face, all the same nigga. Um, so shout out to everyone in the In My Feelings video. We have Young Thug teasing an upcoming project. Yeah. I he, thought it was going to come out this week. Me too. Was, He's giving niggas snakes. It was rumored. I see. Here's a snake thing I don't get. What? Why are you giving it to media outlets? Give it to people who fucking want the snake. <laughs> Give it hey, to what your What's he fan. gonna say, bro? He's gonna say, "Who wants the snake?" Give it. Yeah, have a newsletter, like six fans, or collect some on Twitter, and just like I want to deliver something for slime language. Have the fans on social media be the ones. Who you know drop the playlist or open the thing and see a snake? Why are you Why are you giving it to like, for instance, like Genius or Complex or? or, or yeah, like that, that definitely showed up at the office of Complex. Yeah, it was just like first of all, it was like one, what are we gonna do with the snake? Two, it's like a press release probably would have did the same thing. <laughs> now you have to commit to a snake. A he should have. You know what his press conference should have been? It should have been just like that video of him going, little bitch. <laughs> Um, he's seeming his upcoming project called Slime Language. Uh-huh. Um, he has not dropped a project since... That three tracks thing he dropped with Nicki Minaj, Lil Uzi Vert? That's true. Oh, or yeah. Or Beautiful Thugger Girls. I might say Beautiful Thugger Girls as a solo project because he did do the future thing as well late last year. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, we're looking for a new thug. Just new full-length <laughs> thug. Thug himself. Thugger, thugger. Um, in this motherfucker excited for it he, yeah. I think he released the features at least He li- yeah the track listing's up um, is that the track listing I thought that was the features I thought it was the track listing he released Hold on, let's you see. can google it slime language track list Gunna Lil Duke Hedora Dolly Lil Keith Lil Uzi Vert, Vert Tracy T Jacquees Strick Nechi these are these are niggas he's worked with. I'm assuming so. No, I mean literally those are niggas he's worked with. You, you think they're featured on the song? 
No, probably not. All right. Because Future wasn't on Future Swag. Wyclef John was... Not on Wyclef John. But he was on the thing, right? It's on the what? He was on that that project. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. You know what? I don't I don't need, you know... Thug doesn't need to make sense for me. <laughs> no, I understand him. First of all, I knew... I understand... I understood his soul once he changed his name to Sex. Oh, Isaac. yeah. He did have, like, hey, and it's actually Sex. Is where all textiles go to. <laughs> get, get him a little terrarium. <laughs> um, you know what? I you know what? I applaud the creativity. I still just think it should have went to fans though. I think mm-hmm. fans would appreciate it more. Like you could have just sent a press release with the tracks out the day after. Mm. Um, or don't don't pull a Frank Ocean though. And just never send it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj. We talked about her last week in full. It's yeah. called The Pink Intervention. Um, shortly after we talk about her. I mean, I think it was good, like, for us, right? Like, we dropped the episode right in time where she dropped her single Fifi with 6ix9ine. Takashi 6ix9ine. The most rainbow um, video of all time. Someone said, Takashi 6ix9ine looks like he was bitten by a radioactive My Little Pony. Um... How do you feel about this no. collaboration? No is how I feel. This collaboration. Desperation. Um, Yo, he really... Choice. It's even worse because I know he didn't go two shits about this feature. And then they didn't play numbers on the screen. Fucking dummies. Um, I, I don't I don't get the decision. Besides I, that 6 9 is very much so popping right now. And also Murder Beats is as well. Um... But I don't get the idea for the collaboration and what it was supposed to accomplish long term. Like, I think, to be honest, at this point in the career, it might be more of a look for Nicki Minaj than it would be Six Nine. I guess because I've I believe just like Six Nine. I mean, Nicki Minaj. It's it's a look for both. It's a look for both. He has new sort of fresh, you know, credibility, and she has like stature and like, you know. Pop crossover, Stardom has Ugh. been nominated for Grammys, VMAs, all this other stuff. So it's a little bit of a shock factor. There's rainbow things everywhere. Um, it's not good, man. To me, I it's mean, fucking terrible. It's, it's it, terrible, Ernie. Um, to me, this this wasn't a collaboration, especially considering all you know the controversy behind Six Nine that he's just wanted to like throw away in the past and leave that in the past and yeah. Um, her, who's just, like, seemingly not figuring it out as her album gets closer mm-hmm. and closer and closer. And it was initially supposed to drop next week. She has pushed the album back two weeks. So she has pushed it. Initially, it was supposed to come out in June. She pushed it back to August. I think it was supposed to come out this week or next week or something along those lines. And mm-hmm. now it's coming out August 17th. Um, she said that she needed to get a sample cleared for the album to drop. Classic lie. <laughs> Lies and deception. She said, Tra- hashtag Tracy Chapman sample needs to, I, I have a song with an incredible rapper um, with a Tracy Chapman sa- you know, sample that I just figured out was a sample and I can't get it cleared in time. So she asked her fans, what do you rather do, not have the song or push back the album? And she just decided she was going to push back the album. Um, I don't even think they really had a choice or anyway. But she just decided she's going to push back the album, and 
you know, here we are. She's releasing same week as Ariana Grande. She managed to miss all of the, to me, the Travis Scott, the Lil Uzi Vert, the bitch was... Thought that was dr- her plan all along. <laughs> Rangers. I think she really just wants. I don't think running from it is going to help her anymore. This has kind of been a nope. Very, She's got to take this L at some point. It's, this this album very might bad, be a very bad one. Yeah, it, this has just been a very and bad run for Nicki that Minaj. bag is so fucking stupid. Like it looks like I don't even know what it's supposed to be. Like an extra kangaroo pouch for her. Oh, man, this video hurt my head. But YouTube is petty for having up next Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and <laughs> J Balvin. I like a it. clearly better song. <laughs> and it's going to autoplay, and you're probably going to enjoy it. And you're going to put numbers on Cardi B's name. Yes. Cardi B may be dropping a new project this fall. Really? Too soon? Nah. Nah, it could be a short one. You if it's a mixtape, if it's Gangster Bitch Music Volume 3, I'm all for it. I think she's probably, considering her, like, crossover appeal, she might just, like, drop the Gangster Bitch. I mean, you could be Gangster Bitch and kids. Gangster Bitch and still a mom. Gangster Bitch the album, you know. Gangster Bitch the trilogy. <laughs> gangster Bitch the movie. Gangster Bitch the most gangster, most gangster <laughs> bitch than ever. The most gangster. Gangsta Grills. To me, this falls in line. I mean, she's saying this in, in lieu of she's not going on tour with Bruno Mars again this fall. Because she wants to take care of her baby. Yeah. She, so it's it's a good way to, I don't know, spend still your get time with your kid and still make revenue. And you also, know? I feel like just based on, like, the 300 sort of, you know, she's managed by the same people who manage Migos. And it's just kind of like the model. It's just like, yo, keep going, keep going, keep going. She's built a success thus far. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I'm fine with more singles from Invasion of Privacy. I think mm-hmm. there's more heat on there. Yeah. Um, well, Bad Bunny really does look like the evil doctor from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> like his head. Oh, man. Like he looks like a thumb in clout glasses. Oh, my God. Um, I could I could go with more videos and more singles off of this. But at this point, it's probably been too long and it's ready for new singles and if it's just gonna be something quick i don't mind i don't i really don't mind um no one's gonna you know push against more cardi b Mm -hmm. like uh, cardi b's in demand right now let's go to new music releases over the last two weeks oh the um that tina shade record dropped throw a fit yeah, and it sparked, I don't know, some sort of industry-planted social media thing. She started that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I think she, her, that song, to me, I follow Tinashe on Instagram. Do mm-hmm. you follow Tinashe? No. No, you don't do Um I don't. Yeah. I follow Tiana Trump, and that's great. It's hey. fire. Um, except, uh, she, didn't she, like, was doing that collaboration with What's-Her-Face? They're making a book, bro. They're not really dropping porn. I think they're making a book. I'm pretty like, sure it's a I, book. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a book. That's what I've heard. Um, Tinashe Throw Fit. It, it's nice. It's like something that those little dance studio people can, yeah, you know, do. I I don't know if it's like on a. Not everyone can do a challenge. You know what challenge I do like? Um, Iggy Azalea, Cream. Have you heard Cream featuring Tyga? Tyga, one of the. She most... got a song called Cream. Does it sound like that that new song they just dropped with Tyga? Taste. No, no, Swish. It, does that song sound like Taste? No. Oh, then I don't know. I don't think I want to hear it. Because oh, Taste made me go, damn, nigga. He, he dropped the follow-up called Swish. Oh, fuck. And it's literally like Taste, but slow it down. Like, you're going to be very, like, you're going to be like, nigga, this oh, is Oh, I taste. saw this coming. <laughs> nigga, you're going to be like, you're, you're going to be like, this is Taste. <laughs> Yo, your face. Oh, he's probably working with the same producer. 
Nigga, it's the same video. It's the same everything. Oh, the video? <laughs> yeah, there's a video to it, and it's literally like Taze. <laughs> wow, David Banner. <laughs> I'm so tight. Who's <laughs> upsetting? Oh my god, I do you're tight. It's literally, it's literally Taze. Like he's going to drop an album full of various tempo changes of taste. <laughs> taste the R&B version. Flavor of the album. Flavor of the album. <laughs> um, nah, there's this Iggy Azalea record called Cream featuring Tyga. Um, it's off her, actually her EP that dropped today, Survive the Summer, which we're not going to talk about because I did not listen to. Yeah, we didn't listen to it. So. Um, yeah. I may listen to it at a later date. Yeah. I, I feel like Iggy Azalea, she's, at, she's in the right place for her career right now, mm-hmm. which is hot but not popping. Mm. Because when you're popping, you have more opportunities to fuck up. But if you're not as popping and hot, people really just want to look at you. I mean, I, I know that was terrible to say. I'm sure she believes you know, she has actual talent. But, you know, I like the song, Kareem. First you get the money. This is like, then you get the power. across her own First social media, because I do follow her on Instagram, because aforementioned, hot. Um, Big butts. She's got, like, in the videos, like, a haunted house of, like, strippers. <laughs> the house of whores. It's not a house of whores. It's, like... It's the house of whores. Um, it's, like, a haunted house of strippers of just, like, people just randomly stripping. It's cream with a K? It's cream with a K. Wow, she bloody. So it's just, like, various people twerking. Basically. Wow. It's got 60 million views thus far. Because it's got 60 million ass cheeks. Yes, it's just it's just Look at all those butts. It's just butts. She knew what made it work. You know what was the funniest thing? Um, Her fans were like, hey, why do you always drop these you know, twerk singles? What about something with content? She was like, because I did drop a single with content, and it flopped. And <laughs> so I'm now I'm going back to shaking my ass. Um, And I was like, you know what? That's real. I respect it. You know it. what? Yeah, that is real. And it's, it's doing fairly better. What's than the, the last pre- song she dropped before this? She dropped Savior with Quavo. Oh, okay. There you go. That's exactly why. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, that Quavo feature was not going to save that track, no, but let's be real. Because, you know, but... That's what. Speaking of Quavo, I mean, speaking of Quavo, he is now featured on the newest of DJ Khaled singles, "No Brainer." Never heard it. Never heard it. Never heard it. You're not gonna want to hear. It. Uh, well, who's on the Who's on the single? It's literally because it's Khaled. You know, it's gotta be. Right. It's literally the cast of his first single last time, except Lil Wayne. So it has Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo. Because Cal likes to do these things where he likes to. Well, wow, I think guys I'd rather well hear a queef over a beat with reverb than I, hear that song. He could have changed it up. But I mean, don't get me wrong, Justin Bieber. Is this song terrible? It's for kids. It's 100% oh, okay. for kids. So this is like a Kids Choice Award ass song? Yeah. It's, oh, a, it's, a, it's 100% for kids. Like, oh. from, the opening, from the opening moments, you're going to be like, this shit is for kids. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is going to have mad EDM remixes. Who is the ghost producer on this? Marshmallow? <laughs> no, who is the actual producer on this? Um. <laughs> Justin Bieber on the hook, man. Underrated hook master. Underrated. First of all, that nigga's rich. He is rich. He's also engaged to be married. With? I don't know, some some random person. Oh, okay, cool. I don't follow his life that closely. I just I just know. I see what I see on my timeline and maybe like other things and on the slime line. DJ Khaled, Nick Knack, 
Pooh Bear. Oh, Nick Knack. Nick Knack's like a West Coast producer. He makes like Sir Nolan, who's worked with all the pop stars, all the poppity of pop stars. Um, it's doing its thing. It's got a video uh-huh. out. It's a. It's got a very expensive video out. It's like well, very expensive video. How do you know it's expensive? Because it actually has the stars in it. Yeah, and then it also has like a lot of like ad placements. It's very an ad placement video. There's like. Um, there's liquors, there's Fashion Nova, there's fucking... Oh, it's a sponsored video then. Yeah. All right, let's get to this week's releases. Mm-hmm. What do you want to get to first? We have a... YG. YG. Stay first dangerous. Of all, Stay dangerous. First of all, first of all, he really dressed like no one can beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, come out with the most expensive church shoes and fucking shorts. And just a, a summer fit with church shoes or summer fit with sandals, like Gucci sandals, though. Um, I was like, this nigga really dressed like an African uncle. How do you feel about Stay Dangerous? Stay Dangerous? It's kind of got... You know what? I like this more than... Oh, what was the other one? Still Crazy. Still Crazy. Still Crazy. Yeah, this one I love way more than Still Crazy. Still Crazy. I'm Still sorry. Still Crazy. Oh, my, oh, God. my set tripping. My bad. Wow. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so this one had way more um, production from Mustard than Still yeah. Crazy. Um, but Still Crazy kind of still had... It had it's more it. like hit power, I would say. Yeah. Um, Stay Dangerous has Big Bang. Banger. Banger. Summer banger. Summer banger. Mad. Power feature. Like, no verses skippable. Big power move single. Big dick energy single. Everyone came. Everyone knew what time it was. They were like, oh, this is easily a top 40 single. I'm dropping my most fire, ignorant verse that I can. You know. Boom. Um, It's fire. This, the next one that was released was Handgun. ASAP Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. This spotty. Goya Trunks, Gucci Trunks, Goku Trunks, Asthma Pump. <laughs> word, 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 word. I think he's firing shots at all those niggas that draw pictures of Goku sipping lean. Let's see what they... All right, so uh, when you genius it up, it says Goku and Trunks are two characters from the popular anim- anime Dragon Ball Z. In 2015, Rocky stated Dragon Ball Z is the shit. I'm going to come clean. Asthma pump. And asthma pump isn't in... All right, so clearly this... I mean, he's holding an inhaler. And, all right, this just doesn't make sense. He's just saying shit. Yeah, he's just saying stuff. Um, it wasn't a worthwhile feature from Rocky, and Rocky doesn't really give a fuck when he's doing music anymore. Is there um, anything that you really liked from this album? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll just pull up the John right now. Um, there are features from J305, um, mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky, as you mentioned, and the 2 Chains Big Sean Nicki Minaj song. There's also, you know... He's going back to the basics with Ty Dollar Sign. Oh, yo, Power and Slay. Just that comment. Slay. Yeah, this. Slay. Slay was. Slay. Slay. A thug using, like, gay slang. So? It's just, women use it? No, I'm not saying that. It's just, like, it's just far. It's just, like, how far we've, like, come, you know? Nigga, he's from Atlanta. <laughs> to, me, to me, it's, like. Who? A Quavo. Oh, I thought you were talking. No, I'm talking about YG. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about Quavo. I'm talking about Quavo because I'm just saying, like, right, like, like, Atlanta's got a huge gay population. I feel of like, course. I feel like it's probably one of the worst cities to be, like, next to New York and L.A., probably one of the worst cities. Next to New York, L.A., Miami, some of the worst places to be homophobic because there are some... I was the, wondering where you were going to go with that because you kept saying the worst city, to, and I was like, where's he going to go? To be homophobic in because it's like, nigga, that's like, that's wild. This is like classic, like this is like the mustard you want to hear with YG, um, except be a Quavo Vandross. Mm-hmm. Quavo Vandross, an icon, pussy money fame. I'm going with 
Bulletproof Suwoop ten times. A lot of hard stuff on this. I don't like this album. Really? Fuck you. Um, I, I'll pistol with you. I think it's weak. You think it's weak? I think it's I think it's weaker than the last one, and the last one wasn't even that strong. Either. No, the last one was hella weak. Um, super weak. I thought you see that dragon behind this nigga and his leather vest. First of all, this is Cisco energy, nigga. To me, he clearly has no like. I don't think he knows completely how to make music. I think he just knows how to like rap hard shit to like beats, which is fine for some people. Yeah, but it's just like his best album was his first album, and nothing has even come close. I don't know. And just to me, like, I like this album. It's like weak to me. I don't know. It's just a weak album to me. Whatever, nigga. Yeah. It, it, it this ain't for you. Is. This is for thug niggas. It's true. I like thug albums. This ain't. This just is weak. Nah, this shit ain't weak. This shit is weak. You bugging? This shit is weak. You bugging? Um. To me, uh, let's see which ones did I like. I liked, of course, Sulu. No, nigga, you didn't like it. I like Too Cocky. I like. Oh, yeah, I'm too cocky for my shirt. <laughs> that shit was mad. I was dying in my crib because I was like, why did he do this? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what, what, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck that, nigga. Um, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling this album. I was oh, like, man, that, that shit had me dying. Baka Not Nice. Oh, Baka Not Nice? Nothing but straight bangers. And then Ting's on me is cool. This is definitely Scorpion side C. Yeah, this is all the this, <laughs> these are all the hard raps he had to take off because of Pusha T. It's like who? It was like Baka here. Yes, Baka, Baka, please. <laughs> Baka, Baka. <laughs> Live up to my name is on here again. Classic for streams. Classic for streaming purposes. Live up to my name didn't get no plaque or anything. Did it didn't. It? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, pull up the numbers on to my. Just pull let's, it up. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Ba- let's see how Baka not nice is in Wikipedia pages. You think it's like well decorated? No, <laughs> no, it's not. Here we go. It's very What's light. his real name? Travis. <laughs> <laughs> He's thirty-nine years old, of course. It's um, like forty. He is. Baka's career began as part of Drake's security team. He then went to contribute background vocals while also on his own music. So, of course, he's he's Drake's heavy, 100%. Like, we've all known this. Like, Baka Not Nice is not nice for a reason. Uh, um, you think you think this was all planned and calculated? Yeah. yeah. He's literally the only other rapper on OVO. Oh, everyone else sings. You're right. <laughs> You're fucking right. He's literally the only rapper because he probably strong-armed Drake into giving him the... <laughs> Yo, put me on the fucking label, nigga. No, Baka, no. Um, <laughs> he said spraying him with a bottle of water to get off the couch. Baka, no, no. Um, <laughs> Not nice. <laughs> live, live up to my name. It only charted in Canada. Really? Yeah. Baka Not Nice was like a, like a Twitter single. Yeah. It went, it went platinum so. on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> it went platinum in my mind. It went platinum on Twitter. Um, dancing like Usher in the rain. <laughs> um, this is good though. I like it. I like yeah, Formula. it's really, like it's really solid. It's solid. It's solid. It doesn't have featuring Drake on it, which is it's brilliant. I think it is because it doesn't distract. You're like, oh, that's no, because no, because it's also like Drake will have the most power. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like people are gonna fu- be like, that's the Drake track, so we're gonna listen to that. Yeah, so it's gonna end up being the single by default. Like all of like like th- like three of Party Next Door albums. Oh, fuck. Where it's just like, oh, recognize. Oh, what was that other one that Drake? Over here. Yeah. And then Come and See Me, which mm. is a classic. To me, that's a classic. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that song knocks for no reason. It shouldn't, right? <laughs> That's what I said. When that shit came. knocks. Like, I was like, hard. "Oh, this is so soft." What the fuck, yo? This shit. Boom. <laughs> um, what else did we have here? I didn't get to listen to it, but I heard the Money Bag Yo project is good. I didn't listen to that shit. Um, I didn't know that that shit came out. Um, her, H E R. Oh, she dropped like some prelude thing, right? Yeah, I didn't get to listen. She dropped to an it. EP. It's very good. Mm. It's very good. It's like taking her music to the next level. It's less. Um, I think any critique about her first few albums while she does have a good singing voice is that maybe it was just, like, too, like, kind of in a trance, kind of, like, sleepy, kind of, like, you know, too slow, too, you know, this one kicks Some up. people I'm starting to realize aren't dynamic artists, and it's yeah. like, you can't you can't force that. If someone has a pocket and people like it. But she, she changes it up in here. Hey, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So she, she incorporates this. This is, like, a Lauryn Hill, oh. Lost Ones kind of thing. She's, Flash either gonna like this album or he's gonna fucking hate it. He it features Bryson Tiller on the album, the only feature on it. The really? return of Bryson Tiller. The return of Bryson Tiller. He was supposed to drop this summer. I the goat. Um, the literal goat. Mac Miller. Oh, I didn't listen to that shit. Swimming. It starts off really good, ends up really sleepy, but it starts off amazing to me. And I think the actual, you know what? I haven't listened to enough to give this a chance. I'm a fan of Mac Miller. Mm. So I actually like Mac Miller. I think he is someone who is an artist with an actual, like, he actually puts his, like, how he feels into his music and creates a sound in the pocket for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite him not being, like, the greatest rapper or the top, you know, the best rapper or anything like that. To me, he's an actual, like, artist. So I'm a fan of Mac Miller. he was in his he was in his bag this album. So I don't know if you're gonna you're probably not gonna fuck with it. Oh, I'm not gonna listen to it. Yeah. He was in his bag. White rappers. <laughs> in this economy? Um LMA. LMA trip. LMA. She's back after Oh my god, is there a rapper named AO? No. <laughs> if there's a rapper AO and TO, nigga. No, but she needed the feature from AO. Just AO? Yeah. So LMAO. it'd be AO. <laughs> it's LMA on the track. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga hit the phone. <laughs> oh. oh my god. You've been so against the video portion, but I feel like we would so oh man. Um Oh man, that LMA shit was priceless. is back. The the sequel to Boot Up. It's called Trip. This one is for fellas too. This is our song. Hold on. There was a new Pierre Bourne single, but... Ooh! Pop! Pop the top on that motherfucker! Marie Curie. That's funny. I love Pierre Bourne. This time has really gone and, like... Came and gone, right? No. He wants to be a rapper. I'm sure of it. So he's not really, like, producing for other people, because I'm sure he wants to be a rapper. Yeah. Um... It's kind of hard to make that transition after you become a very, like, if you pop off as a producer, and then you're like, but I rap, and niggas is like, get back to beats. <laughs> nah, if you get the right rappers, because the thing is that's working against Pierre Bourne is, he's a New Yorker. I think... That's I, th- a, I think that's the thing that's working. Because if, it, if I he, I think it's the fact that he's a producer. Like it's it's very hard to make that transition unless you're like literally the nah. one of the major ones, Kanye West. After mm-hmm. that, I can't remember a producer who everyone was just like, "We want to hear him rap too. Give him a chance." Like I really don't. 
No. I think it's the fact that he's a New Yorker more than anything because I feel like a lot of the... But his music a lot doesn't the, sound very New York-centric. No, of course it doesn't. Because he's originally from the Californias, but he lives in New York. Right. He probably lived in New York for probably a couple of years. But uh, I think that's kind of the thing that works against him. Because if he was in Atlanta, he could just do whatever he wanted. Mm. He's got a New York mentality about it. I don't know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. I feel like he it's needs, really the producer He needs thing. features. He needs, like, because it's really just But him. who wants to work with him? Because they just want his beats, nigga. <laughs> it's like, yo, you're like, yo, you want to put a verse on this? Nigga, finish the beat so we can continue this song. I got Quavo on the line, nigga. He's about to do Slay, and it's, it's, it's about to be crazy. Come on. Um, so you know what? Shout out to Pierre Bourne. Best of luck in all your future endeavors. You know. What wow, I mean? nigga just sold him off. <laughs> I can't believe you. Oh my! I mean, I don't God. think he's gonna be big either. But it's like I like him putting out music. Yeah, I, like I, I don't. I good. don't think the song is bad. The song by the, yeah, it's Marie Curie. It's a, it's a good song. It's a very funny name for a song. Um, let's get to Astro World. Astro World is here. Over. It is the album by Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. The third album by Travis Scott, who's had a banner to me, 2016, 2017. Really? To me, I feel From, like this. This is a good trilogy, you know. When you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this is it's, a good string of albums. Um, I feel like he's taking rap there, you know. I think he's take. To me, he takes music there. Yeah. He takes rap and and makes it less about rapping and more about the music, you know, quality part of it, mm-hmm. because. You know, sometimes he'll say some shit that don't make sense. I don't think he's like MC MC, but he's just like someone... Hands on my cactus. <laughs> like that shit. Um, he's had a great 2016, 2017. Word. Everything in between. Nutted in birds. a billionaire. Boom. Nutted in a billionaire. Everything. That'd be the noise I'd make if I nutted in a billionaire. Between birds in the boom. trap. Sing McKnight and this has been hard. Oh, no. I'd say boom and then cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> Butterfly Effect was mm-hmm. a single. What else? He was featuring on like singles from Two Chains and Migos and pretty much everybody you can think of. Yeah, anyone, anyone that it's like the weekend. Whenever the weekend gets put on a song, everything gets that weekend wash and that weekend filter. He's on this album too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, when you get like the iTunes version, you get nothing but uncredited features. Mm-hmm. When you get the like the illegal, you're not supposed to have this online one that I got. You get to see what the feature. <laughs> you get to see what the features. Oh my god! Ooh, internet piracy. Uh, All right. Anyway, you get to see who's on what track. So you know me. I was just skipping to the features, right? Just to see what's going on with everybody. What do you What do you like about this? Album? Um, what do you not just, like? Not the tracks, but like, what do you like about it? I like the direction of this album. I feel like this is hella artsy. Mm. This is like, this is what Kanye wanted to do. This is like sleeves longer than your hands, artsy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Long enough to make it a straight jacket almost. <laughs> like niggas could jump rope with their sleeves. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but it continues. I mean, there's a But I feel like artistically, this is what Kanye wanted to do with Ye, but on a more cohesive scale. This I don't is know what this Kanye is, wanted to do with Ye. This is what he nah, <laughs> He wanted to do something artistic and oblong and abstract. But, but it's like his mind working in that fashion just sounds stupid. I think, you know, I well, I think Kanye is a musical genius. So I think he could have made it work. Yeah. Um, I think he's just bogged down by ideas. I'm glad this wasn't part of the seven, the seven song thing because. Oh, Travis Scott, does, he's Grand Hustle. As an artist, he's a grand hustle. 
I mean, Nas is Def Jam, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. True. Um, I'm glad this wasn't part of it. He's, he's more closely associated to, to good music. He's actually on Epic Records. He's no longer on Grand also. Really? Um, so, it's... Uh, to me, this album, like you said, took it to the next level. Yeah. Um, I think everything from this album... Um, I, I think he's been more honed in. He's, there's more clear direction, and there's more... Uh, thought into this album than mm-hmm. any other album. Um, how do I like the album? I think it's a good album. To me, I think towards the end, he could have tacked off a few songs. And it's not that it it's bad because of it, but I just think that you made your point like four songs ago. Well, because it's too long? Yeah, it's it's just... You made your point like two songs... Like the Who, What, Houstonification, and Coffee Bean. I don't even think we even needed. It could have ended with Butterfly Effect. That would have been like a, That would have been like a fire closing credits to like any fucking movie. The movie known as Astroland. Um, Astroworld. You want to do the, the redone playlist? No, like, we're not going to do that. Uh, it's not a massive release that needs that? No, I don't think it's like long, long credit. Unless I do the seven songs thing with Astroworld. Oh, seven songs? Yeah, you can pick seven songs. We, all right, so let's pick seven songs. Pick oh. se- let's pick seven off songs the bat? right now. Off the bat? Just so, off rip right now. You got to okay. pick seven of these 17 fucking songs. All right. So um, I guess we're getting sicko mode because, you know. Sicko mode. Drink automatically. Um, take Heath. Uh, beat switch up. Yeah, the beat switch up and all that because it's like it almost like three songs in one. Yeah. Um, also features Sway Lee. And if Sway Lee's on Twitter, like, I'm on sicko too. <laughs> no one cares. Um... Can't say. Can't say. Yeah, pull up your illegal fucking thing, man. Come on. Hold on. <laughs> um, here's what I have. Boom. All right, whatever. Um, can't say. Um, so we so thus far we have sickle mode. We have can't say. We have to me no by- bystanders. No bystanders, which was the one I just played, which is, has that Houston feel to it. Oh, it's that that Wonder Girl produced one. Yeah, oh, I love Wonder Girl. Um, Probably one of my favorite producers. Shit. If, if, so that's three. Skeletons. Already. Skeletons. Skeletons. That's oh, the one yes, of the weekend. weekend. Yeah. Feature, uh, produced by Tame Impala. Um, Wake Up also has the weekend on it as a producer, I believe. Yes. Or is it? What about Stop Trying to Be God? No. 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 I like that song. It's a good song though. But no, nah, it's not going on my album. <laughs> I like stargazing. The intro is pretty fire. Too. Yeah, the intro is really the good. The intro is really good. It's a real nice like ease into the album. Um, how do you feel about you're into this album, you're listening to it, it's going great. And then I hear you Nav. Get... Oh, I thought you were going to make a joke. Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I was going to say that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I was. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Who's your friend? Yeah. Ah. How do you feel about that? Oh, man. It's okay because I didn't even notice it was Nav. I thought someone put auto tune on Justin Bieber. Oh my god! And then you get the second track, and there's Frank Ocean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I completely forgot about him because to me, like Frank Ocean, like he's a he's like. How do I say this without being like? He's mean? like an how accessory, I, like a cool how one. Do, no, no, no! How do I say this about him? How do I say this? I don't give a fuck. Hmm. If Frank Ocean shows up on a track, he shows up on a track. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. It's I don't not think a make he, or break for rap for me. I don't think he has enough, like, musical he's not, stock. 
yeah. to be like a, uh, an album shifting thing. He's got musical stock in when he makes his own album. His own albums. Or when he shows up on someone's R&B album. I think... Because when it comes to a rap album, he's not what I want on the hook. He's not what's going to excite me or sometimes draw me. He, sometimes he literally outperforms whoever is on the actual song. Like what he did on that ASAP Rocky album. Yeah. And then what he kind of tried to do on Crazy Brazy? Was it that? No. It was another song um, off that Cozy Tapes. Where it was like him, Uzi Vert, Quavo. Oh, Raph? Yes, Raph. Yeah, Raph was a good feature, but I'm saying he's not my go-to, like, No, he's anything. not my go-to. I think, to me, here, here's what he is. He is a flex. He's an accessory. He is, like, I For got... For the f- person who has him. Who has him a, on the album. He's like, ooh, I got this elusive nigga. Right, because you don't, you, don't, you don't get him a lot. Like, you don't get him a lot on any album. Every, anybody can ask him. They're not going to get him. I think people just stop asking, quite honestly. I really want to know how producers collab... Like on this grand scale, because mm-hmm. I know how producers collaborate on like the the like the lower level, like EDM level. Right. It's usually just like two producers at max. What do you, so you're thinking about sicko mode? I'm assuming. Yeah, because it's like ninety niggas. And and Hit Boy, beats, Yeah, take Keith, Q Beats, MD. <laughs> um, sicko mode is the single man. Yeah, it's definitely. If it's Drake de- no, to show up you to know what video. it is? It's going to be such a crazy video when they do do the video. Or maybe it's just a song that DJs are going to play. You think of what do you think about that? Oh, like the stall song? <laughs> like Goosebumps. No, Goosebumps was not a stall song. Dreams and Nightmares was a stall song. Oh, oh. Like, oh. I used to no, I'm thinking like this is more like Goosebumps. Not like. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams and Nightmares is like cheap pop. Yeah, it's, it's like, getting into like poison yo, category. it's like it's like Mick Foley coming out. Yeah, it's getting into poison category where it's just like let's take it back. I don't want time like this, life like this. I was like, oh shit. So lock this shit. All right, is it has it been? Is it one fifteen already? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hold um, up, wait a minute. Let's see, five percent tint. Um, you know what? L- l- let's finish this out. We've got stargazing. Uh, let, let's make your seven tracks. Your seven. All tracks. right. So I said sicko mode. Sicko mode. Uh, skeletons. Skeleton. Wake up. Wake up. Uh, who what butterfly effect? Who and, what butterfly effect? And then I've got like how many more tracks? Uh, you left? might have two more. Two more. All right. So. Uh, I guess I'll put stargazing on there because it's a hard one. Stargazing. You know? and, okay. R.I.P. to screw. No, I think you have more. Oh, that's eight? That, yeah, you had eight. Oh, fuck it. Then we'll, Taylor, nigga. Come on. Then we'll take uh, R.I.P. to screw off. All right. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to make your seven tracks. I'll make my seven tracks. And we're going to see what people like more. Oh, okay. I don't remember what fucking said. Um, let's see. I'll definitely choose Stargazing. I will choose Stop Trying to Be God. You wild. I will choose Wake Up. I will choose. Why is like a fucking uh, a, a draft? I will choose Astro Thunder. Um, because I'm an R&B nigga. Yeah, yeah, Astro Thunder. You know what? It's like the Ratchet Heavy Birthday of like, tracks <laughs> in this album. I thought Astro Thunder was gonna come in hard, nigga. And, and you were just like, yeah, Astro Thunder. Th- mm, I thought it was even like, no. even if it was gonna come in soft. I thought it would come in like lose mm-hmm. from like the last album, Birds. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be like, oh, it's gonna bump, but it's gonna be very smooth, you know. And then I'm like, oh, this is this is some pussy. So I'm gonna do st- <laughs> some pussy shit. Some new stargazing. All right, Dad. Stargazing. <laughs> wake up. 
Astro Thunder, Butterfly Effect, Sicko Mode, Stop Trying to Be God. Do Rag, Flap, Flap, Flap. Uh, no bystanders. So I'm going to choose those. Those seven. Put it on wax. We're going to, we're going to. He's gonna pull out a poll. We're gonna we're gonna do a poll. I'm gonna do I'm gonna track list to everybody, and everyone sees which one they like more, and then the winner will become a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> the winner becomes king of all card games, <laughs> king of clout. All right. So, what do you rate this album? If you oh, if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it a four. I'll give it a four too. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's good. long as shit though. It's long. it's long as shit. But this is like if I'm taking a train ride out of Brooklyn, this is exactly what I throw on. It's good. You can almost listen to it. Like I'm pretty close. It's pretty close to being able to listen, be listened to, like maybe all the way through. Yeah, it's a very it's few a, skips. It's you know? a solid album. Um, we should get into our topic of the topic of the day, which is about stands, and we have a caller that we'd like to patch in. Yo, yo, what's good, sir? Yeah. How are you, man? First of all, welcome to the episode. Welcome to the podcast again. First of all, uh, yeah, I'm, I am. I am fine. I'm exhausted. What? From what? I'm interested. <laughs> I've been up all day with the youth. Oh. Oh, you're a teacher now? No. Oh. <laughs> might as well. Might as well be. I I had to go pick up the off-white Prestos this morning. Ooh. And it was possibly it was quite possibly the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Oh, I think I just saw like the the IG story stuff from <laughs> I thought you were talking about your dog. No. No. That I wish. dog is named Migo. Yeah. I mean, that's his you. Oh. <laughs> but he was with the you. Yes. I I wish I I wish I was with my dog, but I mean, did I mention I love my dog? We but, know you love your dog. I follow that account every day. All right. Just making sure. Uh so undefeated, a store out here did a did a raffle, and I, you win the raffle, right? Essentially, so you're guaranteed a pair, which mm-hmm. is cool. That's fine. Then they tell you, okay, come to the store by nine o'clock, or come at nine o'clock, and, and you'll get your pair. Why? When I pulled up, the line was around the corner. I'm like, bro, all you guys have to do is just show up. Why are you early like this? Why were you sleeping outside? Because resell, yeah. you got to resell early, man. Yeah, <laughs> out here it's you bad, are bro. Bro, sneaker the sneaker shit is too sinister for me, bro. <laughs> I, was, I was in line. Oh, you from, get so mad at New York. You get so mad. I got there. I was like, I'm gonna get there early regardless because I know how it is. But uh, so I got there at like eight. I didn't get out till like ten forty. Jesus Christ, man! I bet your Fuck. joints hurt. <laughs> no, I can't do this. I can't do. I don't even. I didn't even do this when I was like doing this. But I can't do this anymore, man. This, this shit is too sinister. And then there was a kid. There was this white kid who tried to, like, cut me. Like, sneaky cut me. Uh-huh. And, like, he was, like, standing outside of the line. Like, you know, the line's on the corner and the sidewalk. He's, like, in the street, like, sitting somewhere. So what's your he's move? Like, what's your move? Oh, oh, for sure. He's not doing this. The shit. Rainmaker, he's nigga. Like, that's his move. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in, he's in front of me, right? So he's in front of me, right? And I'm like, oh, I said, damn. no, I said this really. I said this out loud. I said, damn, that's crazy. Word to future. I said, "Damn, that's crazy." So I like slowly walked in front of him, but I was like, "He's not gonna do anything." One, because he knows he's wrong, and two, because he knows I'll whip his ass in that line. And we're in Santa Monica, California. Like he's not gonna do that shit. Fact. So he just let me do it. So when I got into the into the store, finally, the dudes like two of the dudes in front of me was like, "Yeah, he tried that same shit with me," and we just kind of like walked in front of him, like, "Yo, like what was he trying to do?" And I was like. 
I mean, good for him for getting to the front, but you're not about to. Nigga, I've been there all morning, man. I'm man. too old. How you gonna be pussy and try to get? In? <laughs> it's just you know sneaky culture. Worries. But this, this is it. Did you get the shoes? How do you like them? I got them. Uh, I gotta go to sleep first. Mm. Got to sleep more. <laughs> gotta I gotta, get. I gotta go to sleep in order to come up with a real opinion. I think they're. I think they're pretty. They're comfortable. I'd like kind of throw them on for a second, threw them across the room, and I'm. I'm. You know, <laughs> Waiting for waiting for you guys to call me up, man. Listen, before we go before we go into this big discussion about your week and your mentions and all this other stuff, we just did a quick review of Travis Scott's album. What's your quick thoughts on it? I think it's good. Uh, I think it's on the level of uh, the last album, I believe. I think he's really in his bag creatively. Honestly, I, I, I really do. Um I think that there are people that are are really people are trying to convince themselves and convince other people that they should not like this album, and I don't think that that's fair. Like, what what has this guy done? Nothing. Honest, in the past two years, that's that's like off other than impregnating in a Kardashian. <laughs> you know what? I think he'll be the first one to survive. Maybe he Let's... seems to be. Look, well, this well, guy stayed. He stayed out of the Kanye drama. Completely, mm-hmm. he stayed himself. He hasn't done or said anything stupid in the past two years. What has he done to, to, to deserve all of this discourse that comes out when this album comes out? Like he has stayed relatively clean and just put out good music. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why people are upset. I don't know. People you know are... what he should have done? Beat up Tory Lanez. I think that would have got him a lot of credibility. <laughs> they would have been like, "Damn, he beat up Tory Lanez. Damn, he beat up that child." Like I, I just don't get. I get. Well, here's the thing. I was a hater. I was a hater. Birds brought me back around, and now it's like, I, you have to think, like, he's not 6'9". Mm-hmm. No. You know, like, he's not XXX. He's not any of those guys. He just makes music, and that's it. I don't get why he needs this negative discourse, right right, right now at least. Like, I'm like, granted, you know, a lot of this shit comes from, like, white writers and cool writers that just want you to listen to fucking O3 Greedo all day, so whatever. <laughs> Yo, I, let's try to listen to that shit. That shit is mind-numbingly bad. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible, dog. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a good album. I think it's, it's, it's short. I think that's uh, that's an advantage. Under an hour is always good in my book. And I think that it, it's really, you know, it's really dope. What would you guys think about it? I thought it was amazing. We thought it was good. We're going to do this contest thing. So, Carlos has created seven a seven-track album. I have created a seven-track album. And we're going to say who likes it better. I mean, how the people like it. And then the winner might become a playlist. Who knows? Uh, I, I, that's, I, I think Carlos is going to come up with a better album. Uh, Ooh. Eat shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are having this discussion today. Well, we've had this, we hinted at it last week. We're having a discussion about stand culture this week. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll be honest with you. I've been going back in my thought, back in front of my mind and just like, yo, we definitely need someone to be on this podcast. We definitely need someone to be here. And then little did we know that J5 himself would, you know, get his baseball bat and, 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 you know, disrupt whatever the barbs are having with a, with a comment on Twitter, and then his mentions would become insane. Sir, Stan, how has your week been in your mentions with your comments on Nicki Minaj moving forward? They calmed down uh, considerably. And, and just as a, as a kind of like a, <clears throat> a back 
story. I made a, I put out a tweet basically when Nikki was threatening to push her album back. She did it the next day about (laughs) like, hey, like, you know, she's noticing that Travis and all these people are coming out and, you know. It, it, she, you it's know, too crowded. Like, it's too crowded. Yeah, absolutely. The the tension. People were saying like, "Hey, no, Nicki Minaj would outsell them all," and I don't think that's the point. I think the point is the attention isn't on her, and there's yeah. too many. Uh, there's too much attention going in several different directions. Mm-hmm. There's too much counter programming, and it's, and you know it streams like people can't stream everything all day long. Something's gonna something's gonna fall by the wayside. Like this week. You might see Mac Miller do a little bit less streams than a YG, or you might see, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's it's so crazy. much music. Yeah, it's it's too much almost. You know, like it, it is it is kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know what happened there. I don't. The thing about this is, is if you look at that tweet, like you bring up that tweet, you should link them to it. I didn't put Nikki's name in it whatsoever. No. Which name did you use? He didn't use it. I didn't oh, okay. put anyone's name. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nah, because some people be writing like Nickelodeon, Nicholas Minaj, like shit like I that. Nikki, just... I put Nikki with a K. Two Ks or one Two K? Two Ks? Uh, one K, Nick, like the Knicks. Like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Nick, Nick's with Nikki, but it's like, I don't know how they found all of, like they found my tweet. They've one. somehow optimized their search engine. I think they're fans of you, or at least fans of, because. No. No, they, they, <laughs> they have to be fans. fans. They have fans or followers of you. I'll say this. I'll say this why. Because the funniest response to that was, okay, Mr. Crack. And <laughs> <laughs> my sides were splitting after I, I woke up in the morning and, and Twitter does that in case you missed it shit. And then I see your tweet and then I see the numbers on your tweet and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. So I look oh, down and man. see the mentions and just people just like, aren't you the guy who or or OK, Mr. Crack or like, you know, end him or et cetera. Spicy talk. I, I, and not only that, calling me dumb, like I've, I've Nikki fans have been in my mentions. They've been in my mentions as, as late as like last two weeks ago. It got really kind of crazy when they went to my Instagram and was basically said, please, please get them. And I was like, oh, shit, hell no, I'm not letting that happen. So I, I went on private, and five minutes later, like, ten accounts popped up trying to follow me. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. So I, I left it on private for about 12 hours. I took it off, and I guess they, like, In time for them to go to school, get juice, um, <laughs> yeah. a Lunchables, something, and then for them to come back. But this isn't your first run-in with stands. I mean, you had an article about, I believe, Mariah Carey on Complex. Yes. A couple yes. of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the lambs. <laughs> Is that what they're called? They're called lambs. Her fans are called lambs? They're called lambs. She, really? Yes. She takes pride in having one of the first ever stand groups. It, I think it was before they were actually referred to as stand groups. Mm. But she has the lambs. Wow. And how'd that work out for you? <laughs> uh, that might have been the worst run-in with the... Well, mm, I don't... I have very few... I got wrestling. I got wrestle stands, too. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Those are pretty bad. It, it, I, I always have some type of... I, the only thing I've managed to watch out for is Beyonce, and that's just because I'm a fan of hers anyway. So, like, I, I stare clear of Oh, that. lucky you. But the Lambs, like, I went to see Mariah Carey. Uh, she, had a res- she had a residency in Las Vegas. It still stands as one of the worst shows <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Why? Was- what did she perform? The fucking Glitter album? All the hits, you know. Oh, basically. okay. But the, it was all the hits, but it was almost as if it was sung by a impersonator. It was like it just didn't seem like it was her <laughs> on stage. 
and I said, you know, this might not be it. Like, she might be falling off. It might be a wrap for her now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, come on. She had a Vegas residency. That's already, like, you're falling off. You're just like, yeah. you know, easy in-pocket money. This is a layup. This is in the I mean, dunk. Celine, Celine Dion got one? I mean, I, I Celine Dion is a Caribbean queen. Celine Dion goes to the Caribbean and does cruises and racks up, nigga. This is crazy. <laughs> so I, 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 I was, you know, I... I went to complex i was like let me write something about this because you know it's a disaster and you got you know a lot of people are talking about it right now i got wrapped and that took about two to three weeks to go <laughs> wow and it was just like you're a nobody how are you even a journalist like this isn't even what somebody said this isn't even what journalists do and i was like wow he was like what school allowed you to graduate and I was like, <laughs> this is so wild stuff. Like people, and, people really go in on your life based on an opinion. That's the craziest part about it. How you feel what? about something personally impacts them so greatly that they feel the need to discredit you like this. Yeah, and That's... I'm not about to let I'm not about to let nobody want want me. Whatever that girl's name is, I'm not about to Wanda let her Thompson. Be. Yes, yeah, I'm it, not about to let nobody want me. Bro. No, ruin the bag or anything like that, or you know, there's nothing that they they can ruin. I would never work for like Karen Civil or something. I think the only running I've had with stands. I think I, I wrote, I tweeted something about Mary J. Blige once. Really, you and I love Mary J. Blige. Yeah, he loves Mary J. Blige. And someone come in and called me like crusty and like all this other shit. Some like I don't know. I was just like, yo, Mary J. Blige stands. You know what's funny? I've never as fucked up as things I've said on this show are or anything like that. I've never had a running with stands. I feel like you haven't said it enough. All right, what do, you, what do I got to go off on Beyonce? No, I, I feel do? like it's auditory form, and uh, your tweets are different than, like, the outlet you have. Like, you're not going to purposely say, like, I don't think on Twitter you've actually typed. If you tw- type the things you've said here on Wait, Twitter. Wait, hold on. Let me let me see my phone. About and- her having a cement truck ass and, like, all these other Who, shit. Who, Nicki Minaj? Yes. Oh, yeah, I totally said that shit on the, the podcast. Um, But in terms of stands, man, it's just, it, you know what? Stand culture has... Word, she built like she got a thorax. Evolve. That's crazy. <laughs> like, if you really think about her body. Stan culture has evolved so far in the last, like, 10 years or so. It's dangerous. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's dangerous. It's become less of a super fan thing where I believe, like, in the early 2000s, they would have, like, super fans. And that's how we kind of knew. That was, like, the earliest version of Stan's before Nikki, before Eminem's Stan came out and stuff. You see it stuff, like, on True Life on MTV. They're like, I'm a Britney Spears super fan. And she, they'll have, like, posters over the wall. And that's kind of how the extent of super fandom went. You'd go to all their shows. you go to all their, you know, appearances. You have all their magazines you have all their albums you have the special deluxe japanese version all that other stuff but ever since social media came into play it's become this sort of direct you know line to the artist and direct you know line to not only just the artist but detractors of the artist and other fans of the artist so they've created the, these sort of stand groups what huh. are the ultimate stand group like the Eminem stands Eminem stands have aged out like they're they're yeah yeah, I think they've aged out. But um, you know what? It's weird because I feel like I had one of these questions. I have one of these questions written down. Is there a to me stands mostly um, consist of women and gay men. And that's a majority of stand group. And they mostly exist in sort of the pop world, even though they've sort of transitioned over into all forms of entertainment. Yeah. Like, like wrestling stand definitely has stands. Um. But still, to me, still largely consists of women and, 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 and gay men. It depends on what lens you're looking through it because I'm like, yo, 
a nigga like X has fucking stands, and they're the Ooh, yeah, they're fucking terrible people. Didn't they fucking boo like his ex when she came to visit? Oh yeah, his... yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are terrible. People. Those are terrible fucking people. Bro. You gotta remind. But I think I think of of all of them, like the Taylor Swift fans. Woo! I've never had a run in with them before. I can't say the severity of their mental illness, but like, <laughs> like terrible, bro. Like I think you know what? To me, the worst are the Barb's. Um, simply because. And I think, and I think, just mainly because they're so very vicious and very vocal and very like militant in a way of just mm-hmm. like forming, and then just the fact that the person who they idolize is not someone who necessarily stops all this bad bad behavior. And in the case of what happened with Wanda Thompson a few weeks ago, in this case, sort of provokes it, sort of, and 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 maybe it was Wanda's, you know fault in a sense of releasing those tweets to sort of that really just increased the sort of backfire and increase sort of all the backlash that came to it. But they're ones that really just have no sort of filter and they'll go in and they're mobilized and they'll have these sort of things. Um, to me, the beehive is beehive to me isn't as bad as probably the barbs. Um, the beehive are pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, they just really are. They? Have they ever tried to get somebody fired? Mm. You know what's you know what's you know who you know who is even more like disgusting? You know who's even more disgusting? Who? The fucking future hive. Future, future hive. hive. Future hive makes me not want to be a future fan. Why? It's just, it's men it's men doing it. <laughs> um it's and and that's what I really is there a a stand group that are just like mostly like yo like heterosexual men. T- to me I don't even think the future hive is it a is it a true stand group? Yes. They left umbrellas under Sierra's pictures. They still do it. Oh shit! Yeah, they still do it. Oh my they god! They really like, be harassing her. Yeah. yeah, like they harass Sierra still, and it's like Sierra didn't do anything wrong. She didn't cheat on him. Like future, future. Real, remember when Monster came out? Future really made everyone think that she just left him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just left him, and I, I just think that it's just hilarious that 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 like I think. And that's why it it means a lot that the future in Nicki Minaj tour is happening because those fans are converging, and it's weird because it's like future future eye fans are dudes that clearly are homophobic, and they <laughs> have no sense of they have no sense of like, you know, reality filter and, and reality word. It's like he's and, Jim Jones and they just drink the punch. He's right. And and Nicki Minaj fans are primarily LGBT. And they are probably in the same like mental capacity as these guys. Like, it's, it's gonna be weird seeing all these people together and six nine fans, whoever they are. It was the weirdest thing in six nine fans. Um, oh yeah, those are wild people, man. I think they're kids though. Yeah, like, I think it's mostly children. Six nine six nine night. fans are definitely like kids. I think they they fill the same sort of realm as like XXX fans and just like people who just don't care and just care about like getting lit in music and braiding their hair and dyeing it. A certain color the discourse between stand groups and like what's the main culprit behind it and i think one of the accounts that ends up being like the main culprit behind like fiery stand culture hate mm-hmm. is chart data chart data <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me see uh, chart data is behind a lot of this shit chart data and 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 they don't do it personally but i do think they skew their tweets like they will definitely have and i and, and you know what i think a lot of other different publications These niggas? too yes Oh, I think a lot of different publications too. Like I think when you have a a, a publication that's like leans towards pop a lot, um, they tend to 
in terms of gain, you know, traction for the website, they will pit stands or they will have, you know, feature certain artists, a lot of things. But I think with chart data, with sales, and it's become a lot ever since in this, like, post-50 cent um, current Nicki Minaj, where Nicki Minaj will literally Instagram every plaque that she gets every time <laughs> ever. She's like, more than Aretha, more than Aretha's record, all these other things. Who gives a fuck if it's more than Aretha, nigga? It's like, but <laughs> they will use that and they'll just be like, listen, you'll, you'll have someone like, for instance, Cardi B. And everyone has just been like, listen, Cardi B, I don't know why we have to pit two female, you know, rap artists against each other and why one has to, you know, exist while the other doesn't. I think... Quite frankly, they're probably doing it to themselves as opposed to not making an actual vocal statement about a, a genuine vocal statement and about supporting one another. Um, and and they're pitting. And the thing is, like, I'll say that half of it is media pitting, pitting those two together. Half of it is those two themselves pitting them against each other. Yeah, I think it's the stands. I, I and I think it's the stand groups, and they'll have something like it, it'll discredit a lot of success. And to me, that's been one of the main reasons why. We haven't seen a lot of success from a lot of female artists lately. And I think there's two. Essentially, it's Beyonce, Rihanna. Oof. And then in terms of just like Talk about it. other acts, it's just really Beyonce, Rihanna, and then maybe like Nicki Minaj later down the line. But there's really the fact in the last 10 years, we haven't had another major urban black female act besides maybe SZA. And, and, and SZA hasn't even lasted long term. Um, LMA? Shit. LMA, right? LMA is just getting out here, but who knows what could happen? In a in a in a moment, some social media storm could happen, and she could be just like flop, flop, flop. Like it it it, it to me bothers me because I think the stand culture is detrimental to themselves in the advancement of female women in music, because a lot of them are pitting them against one another, and you become you become less of fans of the artists and more like supporters or more like a stand club and it's like you'll have artists like a Sierra for instance to me solid artist who will not have a bunch of sales and maybe it's because of her music maybe other things but if people genuinely went out and supported these artists you get a lot more like them in the in the mainstream media yeah uh, um, wow, I had a lot of mean tweets about Nicki Minaj in 2013. Oh, yeah, he's, he's searching his tweets. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I was like, yo, have I said fucked up things about Nicki Minaj or Beyonce on Twitter? And I was like, yeah, I have. So no one's ever stepped to me at all about my old tweets. Um, it's a, it's just, to me, it's so detrimental, just the advancement of like female R&B artists, female rap artists, because essentially it's the same thing for, you know, Iggy oh, Azalea. see, look, yo, get Nicki Minaj, potato sack, Frank and booty off my timeline. There we go. That was 2016. Oh, okay. I literally I'm said... I'm bringing that back up. You need, you need some of that smoke. I'm bringing that back up. <laughs> oh, guess who's getting blocked right now? Hold uh, on. <laughs> drag him, Barbs. <laughs> drag him, sis. Um, no, it, it, to me, it was the same as sort of Iggy Azalea. Even though what a lot of Iggy Azalea did was a lot to herself, at the same time, it's like existing at number one. And there was at point, even if it was like six months, there was another female rapper at that point. No one could live with it. And even you have Nicki Minaj making shots on, like, the BET Awards or just, like, all these other things. And it's just, like, to me, it hurts a lot of the community that the stands want to support. And they don't, they don't, like, and they they don't get that, like, their fandom is toxic. So it's, like, when they fail, then what happens? Like, if Nicki Minaj does 70K mm-hmm. in two weeks, then what happens? What's, what's the, what's the excuse, baby? 
What's the excuse? Uh-huh. What's they the... gonna find one? Oh, they don't make physical albums anymore. Oh, digital, you know, streaming is down. Uh, Spotify was down for two hours. You know, the, uh, all these other different excuses. It's going to be a very. I think that just as a whole, like the internet and and like it really gives you and, and even with even a lot of these people, they have they interact or they've interacted with Nikki, and it's like that gives them a false at times, in my opinion, a false sense of, of camaraderie. Whereas, like, the camaraderie used to be fan clubs and sending in letters and shit like that. Now it is like, okay, you ride for me un- undoubtedly, unabashedly, no matter what you do. And I think that's the wrong idea we should be giving to some of these impressionable people that are on the internet all day. And it, it and just that are on the internet all day. And to me, it's like... Kids, put down the computers. It'll rot your brain. Yeah, it's kind of mental. Like, literally, I saw a comment. I saw a tweet literally the other day when Nicki Minaj was threatening to move her album. She was like, Nicki, please don't. Some of us have taken the day off from work. And I was just like, what are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean you can't, like, listen to that throughout your... Like, I guess. It's just like... I guess if you... I guess, you know... It's a super fan, and don't get me... I think Nicki Minaj is, to me at this point, a legendary female rapper. Um, she is broken... You on your own with that one. She, she She's made history. Oh, she's no, she's made history. And she's done but all I these other things. I would say she's doing everything in her power to fuck up her legacy right when, now. No, but when you look at it from five years from now, when you're looking at it from the other side of the thing, and maybe she's not where she's supposed to be, you look at all of her accomplishments back then, and you're like, damn. Like, Lil' Kim. Damn, Lil Kim, she really did that with no competition. That's right, crazy. Lil' Kim, <laughs> Lil Kim was one of the, <laughs> She really did that with no competition. But That's she crazy. stifled her own... To me, she stifled her own competition. She would not... I mean, not, not allow, but I feel like there was a general sense of, like, hey... There are no other female rappers. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. She really, she really rode that wave. I am the female because rapper. there is a void. So it's like, could you imagine that? Could you imagine just going uncontested? And it just feels like now when they could have been a situation where they extend the extend olive branch on a motorsport record, um, just by appearing in the video at the same time, just mm-hmm. something to just be like, yo, we're women who support one another. That couldn't even happen. And they'll say it's scheduling differences all they want, but I'm pretty sure it could have happened. Yeah, uh, it could have. It could have. But, but, but like these these chicks don't have to respect you or like you. You know what I'm saying? And you know the same. You know the same smoke that, that Nikki got when she came in. Same smoke she's getting because she's you know people have passed her by. And I think essentially in the in the longer sense, a lot, a lot of this stuff has passed her by. And her and her fans, it's like they just won't let go because they're they're holding on to a moment. And it's okay to like both Nikki and Cardi. It's it's perfectly fine. But everything is so adversarial now, especially with fandom. Like a lot of these people like each other. Yeah, but everything between fans is adversarial. It's it's so crazy now. It reminded me. <laughs> to me, it was one of those reasons why I believe. I don't know, kind because of Kanye West is afraid of the internet, just because you could figure like in one day he could get canceled by a bunch of stands for doing the wrong thing, and then it proved not to be right at all, um, sadly. Um, but just standum and just stand culture, I don't know. I can't support it. I'm, I I don't th- I've not stand. I don't know if any of you stand. Think for, for yourselves is all I all I can say. Think for yourselves and don't or don't, just be like, don't suck everybody's dick. It's crazy. Like. Like people are like, yo, this this is the greatest shit ever, and it speaks to me. That's cool and all, but you don't you don't have to get on a soapbox. Like those people can be wrong. 
just like anybody else. I just feel like stands really do view like the like everything that these people do is like absolute. Yeah, it's crazy. Is it a mental illness? I think it's a fucking delusion at the very least. What do you I, say? I think, it, I think it's. I think it is. It's, it's a delusion. It's a. It's a. Just a. Nobody wants to see their god fall. That's really what it is. It's like when niggas. But it happens. Yeah, exactly. It's all like all the time. It's like when niggas made excuses for Drake. All the all that happened at the end of everything was Drake had a good album. Pusha T had an album. That's it. Oh. Do you feel as though Drake fans are, are, are more calm? I feel like they're more calm. They're more calm now. They're more calm feel... now because it's after it's after the whole Pusha T debacle, so they don't have to argue with the people that are like that hate Drake. I feel like Drake fans, in a sense, because it's not really Pusha T fans arguing about Drake. It's people that just don't like Drake using Pusha T as leverage. I feel like Drake fans are calm because at the end of the day, he's Drake, and one of them is Pusha T, and. <laughs> And I love Pusha T. Yeah, I love his music too. But Drake is like still next level. Like, yeah, th- there is there is very you're not going to there was a don't get me wrong Pusha T definitely stifled a blow. that nigga stifled that nigga crazy. But I definitely think Drake a lot of it was Drake deciding hey I'm just not going to put anything out and then everyone yeah. forgets about it. Like, and no one, literally, after the In My Feelings Challenge, In My Feelings video, no one's talking about the fact that Drake has a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like. I mean, it's not our business. I mean, it's not our business. To me, it's always been, the stand culture has always been one that's existed sort of um, in sort of the pop realm mm-hmm. and maybe the R&B realm. Um, is it something that you see that's, like, strongly in hip-hop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. What? Yeah. But it's just kind of insane. I don't support Stan culture literally because, to me, it it does a lot more bad than good. And I'm wondering if does it do any good? I mean, you get the if you're a fan and you're and you support you know Stan culture, and if you're like a Beehive stand, Beehive stands are one of the most like um, they're the, a prototype of all of this. They're like borderline de- criminal detectives. They're like detectives. They will literally find out. They will go through the ASCAP website and see Beyonce has registered a track called Tornado. And now there's a track calling Tornado coming forth. Or, like, did you see in, you know... Uh, All those accounts that post nothing but pictures of one... Yeah, someone. like Beyonce Daily or Jay-Z yeah, Daily yo, or Cardi wild Daily. To me. Or they'll be like, yo, the Beyonce, you know, Venezuelan page posted tour dates. And so we could get tour dates and soon. So it, 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 I think that's really the only benefit of just like, oh shit, there's people who are literally. Oh my watching god, this, this, look at this picture of Beyonce's face in an Arepa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just like, yo, you get that sort of information. But to me, it does a way more worse than it does actual good. It's a, it's a. I think everyone should just be fans of who you're f- fans of. And also, if you are if you generally like another artist, don't let your stand-up stifle the fact that you like or want to support another artist. Absolutely. You can like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. It's just like one's doing way better than the other right now. <laughs> and it's just easier to like Cardi B right now because she's just easier to like right now. Um, she's in. She like she's in. Nicki Minaj is never going to be always in. She's yeah. just not in anymore. Bro. Everything like, goes in waves. I don't think people understand that either. Like yeah. when something yeah. new and hot comes out, it, people are just automatically attracted to it and gravitate to it. Eventually, it'll not be Cardi B's time anymore. But right now is Cardi B's time to be hot. Right. 
And and when people say, oh, everyone pits, I mean, I do think it's a little of the narrative to pit fans against one another. But I also mm-hmm. feel like, yes, it's doing it themselves. And yes, it's also the fan base who also does it as well. But it's also kind of Let's the check them. Let's. I think the artists have a responsibility to check their own fans and be like, yo, this isn't cool. This isn't toxic nature. This isn't cool to go start bringing up pictures of people's families because they don't like the artists or start, you know, sending them death threats or doing all these other things. Like, there's a responsibility with the artist to say, yo, this is not fucking cool. And you guys shouldn't be doing that. And you should represent a lot more, especially with the strong female empowerment or male empowerment, depending on, you know, which, you know, stand high you're from. But I think the artists do have a responsibility to say, like, yo, chill. And they do need to show. I, I do think that they're... I, I would hope one day that Twitter and Instagram would, would uh, kind of put the kibosh on bullying. I, I do think it will come. They haven't even put the bosh on racism, let's be real. In some way, they're going to they're gonna try. It's just that like they care about money too much. Yeah. Know? Like, they really, they love money. But I, I think that there is going to be, like, there's going to be something big that happens. And I, I pray that it's, it's not violent. I pray that it's not, like, you know, someone doesn't get hurt. But it's like... You're playing with people's livelihoods. It's, it's, at some point, something's going to give. And I hope that these people will re- recognize what the what the price of fandom is, especially mm. when you're messing with people's like, real lives. Right. Um. I mean, I think we could we could end on there yeah. in terms of, because this is a long-ass episode. Oh, facts. This is probably like an hour and 30. <laughs> um, Justin, thank you for, you know, picking up the phone. All right. Underst- no problem, buddy. Understand you're, you know, tired from being with the youth all day, standing in the line for sneakers. Uh, Yo, you would hate it out on Dykeman. Hopefully, hopefully you never have to do that It's again. like five niggas in a tent doing hookah, waiting for sneakers. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Blasting music off a of Beats pill. J5, stay on the line, all right? All right. Um, Carlos? Yeah. This has been episode 154 of the Two Belts podcast. We're killing it somehow. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> We're killing it somehow. Um, please listen to us. Two Belts podcast. You can follow us on iTunes. You can follow RNC Radio Live on Twitter. And Please listen to the last two weeks of the A Show. Yeah. Because that shit has been amazing. Yeah. This shit's lit. This shit is lit. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I agree. Um, right, Justin? Yeah, I mean, good. I, you know, I, I let you guys know. <laughs> I, like I don't like looking at the numbers for the shows. I don't ever look at them. So it's like whenever like a new show comes out, I'm like, all right, it's done. It's in the past. If it sucks, it sucks. Like, I don't know if it got 10 or 10,000. But, you know, looking at the, the, the gradual growth of not even just the A-Show, even just, like, Two Belts and, mm-hmm. and RSPN before they went on hiatus and Perfect Play, like, they've all got their own fan bases and we're all intertwining with these people that love all these different things. And, and that's what I love about it. So, you know, if, if not just the A-Show, check out, you know, obviously listen to Two Belts. Check out other stuff. We've we got other shows coming. We've got late fees and stuff like that. Like, we we got, we got a real good palette of shows. And I'm really just proud and happy of everybody that just chose to be a part of this. It's amazing. Um, so amazing. I, I have no idea what we're going to talk about in two weeks. Probably Nicki Minaj's Queen album. This is yeah. like the trilogy of fucking... Oh, Slime Language will probably be out by then. Hopefully, right? Yeah, nigga. I've been checking my phone. Justin, constantly. have you got your snake? Uh, no, I haven't got my snake. Would you uh, want a I, snake? I, you know, I, you know, fuck you guys. Don't be talking about Wait, this. do you <laughs> think your dog would get along with the snake? See, I knew that was the thing that was going to happen. But I was just going to say, like, these motherfuckers have been saying that the snake is going to... Snake, snake's going to eat my dog. But it's like, a garden snake. Stop talking spicy about my fucking my fucking dog, bro. Like, we love your dog. <laughs> Migo is the Migo is the 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 mascot now. The mascot of RNC Radio. 
Orange pets, man. Damn. Like, RNC pets. Let, do, listen, do a pet podcast, man. You know. The pet cast. Listen, I, I feel like we'd break into a new audience with a pet <laughs> a pet podcast. Well, te- teaching my ass what to do with my dog. Yeah, man. You just have various people, various people with pets on it. Who has a who is a very like notable pet owner? Uh who loves animals? I love I'm gonna animals. get Caesar. I'm gonna get that dude Caesar. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> Caesar Milano. Yes. You're gonna run up to your dog and go. S-s-s-s. Caesar, what's your favorite Migos album? <laughs> Caesar was the the Migos. <laughs> Amigos. Dog Caesar. Caesar had Migos fucking pop locking on a handstand for a nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he needs it. He needs it really. But I, I mean, you know, obviously, I love my dog. I can talk about my dog for an hour. You should just bring me on one day just to. Uh, just, just to talk about my dog. Word. We'll, we'll do that. Air butt of the band. Nobody, nobody ever invites me on podcast. Only you guys do. I think people are afraid to ask. All right. Oh I, no, I think people. Yeah, I think people are scared to ask. You know they what? Probably, they probably think you're like you're like some sort of celebrity. We'll send out. We'll send out the thing. Listen, here's the thing. I don't want to send out alert and say like, yeah, Justin's open for podcast, and then you get every podcast under the sun. Oh yeah, and then like <laughs> you get reached out to like a Nicki Minaj podcast. Yeah, if that shit exists. I mean, I feel like you would come on and explain his story. It would be just like, have you seen that YouTube video of Justin in, in the all deaf thing? Oh my God, that shit, <laughs> that shit is so funny. I think, I don't know who did the screen capture first. I don't know if it was Xavier or Rob or somebody, but someone on the fucking timeline just screen capped his face, like rolling his eyes. And I was like, this is perfect. This is amazing. This is what but, we... And, I, and here's the thing, like, I have mad stories. Like, Mills knows this. I have mad stories. Like, I would be a perfect podcast guest. We need... We're going to start... We're going to start the video series. It's going to be, like, Justin versus Stand and explaining them why their standum is going too crazy. I could talk about... I, I could talk about my stand club and the people that hate me. And whenever I do, they always have to talk about... <laughs> They, they got hate boners. That's what it is, nigga. That shit, that <laughs> shit excites them. allegedly has sex with my girlfriend or some shit. Like, they're, like, just lying and shit. It's crazy. Listen... Is it, Justin has a league of haters. Oh, absolutely. I figure, like, someone is opinionated as Justin. No, I've got... seen literal conversations of just, like, and another person jumps in and, like, yeah, that nigga sucks. Like, all this other shit. And I was just like, bruh, how? Yo, people don't even know you. You got to, to me, you got to know somebody to hate them. I agree. Yeah, they, they, you really got to know. know. They just know that I call them crackheads and I block them. That's it. <laughs> Whatever. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Crack. Stay on the line. All uh, right. Um, you gonna call Mr. his Crack. yo? We gonna call his fan club the Hot Rock Fan Club. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let's end this off, Carlos. Until two weeks from now, we'll be back. Thank you, everyone who listening. Please stay tuned. Please subscribe and do all the fun stuff. We yep. are out. We're out of here.